Hey, Alec. Howdy. I've missed you. I have missed you too, dude. It's been hectic. Uh, I think it's been like two or three weeks since we've recorded. Yeah, we both had a lot of shit going on. So this yeah. will be a fun a fun update up. Yeah. Before we get into that, though, you want to dive into CoStar? I would love to dive headfirst into the stars with you. Aw. That was cute. Yeah. Put that on a <laughs> dating profile. <laughs> the gayest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> dive headfirst into astrology with me, babe. All right. <laughs> you want to start? Sure. My little blurb says, it's okay to not know what you want right now. Today through Friday, are you doing the same thing and expecting different results? Which is kind of funny because I did get back on dating apps. <laughs> Icebreaker. When someone says, I miss you, you say, thank you. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's how we started today. Wait, what is mine today? Does it say on yours? Uh, it doesn't show yours on mine today. <gasps> Let me check. Yeah. When someone says, I miss you, you say, I literally haven't moved an inch in two months. <laughs> okay, well, it had that on one of my other friends, so you got the same answer there. That sounds about right. <laughs> what else you got on yours? You want to hear what my fucking shit says today? My phrase, Alec, it says, you've been preparing for this moment your entire life. What moment? <sighs> you tell me. I, I remember seeing that change when it was like midnight and it was when I was like looking shit up for my insurance about like how I can like do inpatient mental health care. And I was like, oh, is this the moment? But no, it's fine. We're not. That's not today. So that it can't be that. So um, I guess it was recording this podcast. We're going to Taco Bell. Either way. Yeah, I have. Many co-star screenshots that I've been saving. Let's hear it. But specifically, over the past, like, three or four days, I've just been kind of losing my shit. And we will get into updates, but, like, uh, this is Texas Girls last week here, and so that's kind of been a thing. And every single day, co-star has just been, like, nonstop... Um, okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read several of them in a row. And this is all from like within the past five or six days. And um, we've got you're allowed to feel lonely. Do you love them in reality or in fantasy? Are you looking for excitement? Today you feel torn between the pressure to commit and your love of a game. It's good to try new things if that's what you need. Just make sure you're not doing the thing where you overthink the dynamic and then start to believe that sex and love are the same thing. Your body must be heard. Calibrating your expectations to rose-tinted public fantasies is masochism at its finest. Are you second-guessing yourself? There's a difference between getting over things quickly and suppressing your feelings. Whatever you do, try not to stay on the surface. Don't let your romantic ideals block you from seeing who someone really is. Are you looking for excitement? Today, your task is to get in touch with what love means to you. Find a way to articulate it without looking for reciprocation. Don't be afraid of being alone with your feelings. And that's the end of... Those that. all sound like passive-aggressive fortune cookies. 
you know, CoStar is really trying to tell me some things. And I am like, you know, CoStar, I hear what you're saying, but fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to see what my therapist thinks about that this week. Less than two days. Yes. Thank fucking God. Cool. Oh, my God. I miss her so much. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen her in almost a month. Oh, really? Yeah. I actually was going to tell you, I'm kind of slowing down on therapy. I don't have my next one scheduled yet just because I last time I went in, I was like, I don't feel like I have anything to talk about. And I don't want that to be the case where I go in and just am like, I have nothing to report here. Mm. So let's talk more about that, Alec. And that's basically it. I don't have anything to talk about. Like, <laughs> Why do you feel like you have nothing to talk about? Because nothing on the emotional front has really changed. As in, I've kind of accepted that things just are what they are. And I am just at a point right now where I can only really focus on myself and doing what I need to do to, you know, keep moving forward. I got my new place, as you can see in my mm -hmm. FaceTime window here. I'll take a wait, do another pose. Oh, that's so cute. I don't know how to find any of these pictures when I take them, but that's eh, fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I got my new place. Like, I'm feeling good about that. And just in general, like my attitude has been a lot better since moving in here. I talked to my doctor recently. He was like, hey, like we're going to bump up your dosage on the antidepressants. So I just started that recently. I think that hopefully is going to help, too. I'm still kind of waiting for that new dosage to really like set in when did you start the up well dosage? a couple days ago because i still had a bunch of the 10s left and uh -huh. i picked up the 20s what i've been doing because i still had like a few days left for the 10s i have been taking two at a time to kind of like start myself on that new one because i didn't want to like waste the pills or anything but i also wanted to start that new dosage sooner mm -hmm. but i just took my last 10s today so I'll start the fat pills tomorrow. The only thing that I still got to figure out is my job. I'm hopeful to find something else. But I kind of told you already. I just thought it was super weird that like a while ago, my boss was like, hey, dude, can I stay with you for a night? And I was like, no, I'm out of town. Like, what? <laughs> uh, and this is your boss that makes children cry and says really inappropriate things. And it's just kind of in general a bitch. I mean, your word's not mine. <laughs> I take full credit for calling him a bitch. I mostly only refer to him as bitch person when yes. I talk to you. Yep. You know, that's happening. But on top of all of that, uh, a couple of days ago, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get back on Hinge. I kind of upped my profile. Like I kept the same photos. Oh, well, before we got on, we were just talking about how Things were feeling slow for you and me, and mm -hmm. I just got a match, so that's cool. On? Hinge. This is the moment I've been waiting for. <laughs> Let's uh, clarify, since you just had to ask which one I got a message on, because I also, as of last night, have a Bumble account. Woo! And as of tonight, farmers only. I'm not, I'm not doing <laughs> farmers only. <laughs> Alec, I put a poll on the Insta, so if people vote yes, you have to get one. You know what? That might be kind of funny. Right? 
This is a comedy podcast. We have to keep the viewers entertained. I just I worry that living in Kansas City and, <laughs> you know, if it has like political something on there, if I have to put liberal on there, I'm worried that I'm not going to get any matches. I'm not worried, but I'm not going to get any matches. Or you might find but, the one, man. Dude, I, I went I out with someone who grew up on a farm in Kansas grew City. Grew up on a farm. I'm not looking for a farmer. Well, again, this all comes back to the philosophy is how are we defining farmer? Because in some ways, you're farming your emotional <laughs> You are farming the seeds of your future self. I still have a little bit of COVID brain, too. So, like, if I am... You know, I guess the podcast is called Unhinged, so I'm just going to be really on brand for the entire time today. I feel that. I'm good. I'm <gasps> for it. Ooh, you put your hands like a little circle like this and the sun shone through it in a little light and it was cute. Wow. Wait, hold on. Three. <laughs> She's taking pictures of me. Um, I wanted to run through the stuff right on now. my... Thank you. Mm -hmm. So do you. I wanted to okay. run through the little things on my bumble profile because i'm i feel like this one i was able to make it it didn't feel as serious as hinge so i felt like i was able to make it a little more funny humorous i guess that's what i like about bumble is that it still it has elements of hinge yeah it has elements of hinge with like the like the specific prompts and like going with certain pictures and it definitely doesn't feel nearly as surface level as like tinder but I think it's kind of a good like in between. No, yeah, yeah, you said that earlier, like before the podcast, and I hadn't thought of it that way. But you were absolutely right because I yeah. do not like Tinder, but this mm. feels a little too much like Tinder for me. But it still has like substance to it, I think. So like I'm giving it a chance because I haven't even had it for 24 hours yet. Mm -hmm. No matches on it, but I have seven likes as of this time, and it just. Mm. bothers me that it's like hey another person liked you give us fucking 25 dollars a month and you can see who it is and i'm like i don't want to do that like yeah <laughs> but anyway i wanted to run through this because i'm kind of happy with my profile yes um about me videographer casey native always puts shopping carts back which is a joke i've used on both accounts now my interest, making videos, tennis, video games, comedy shows slash movie, indie music. Um, I've got a couple pictures on there of like me and my brothers, me and Miso, me wakeboarding. It's the same stuff I have on my Hinge profile. A review by a friend. Excellent taste in music and TikToks. We'll play video games and board games, but not mind games, which is a edited version of what Allison wrote. Mm -hmm. uh, she wanted me to really hammer home that. I am a friend of the lesbians. I felt like that was a little weird on a straight guy's dating profile. Yeah, because it's not fucking Pride Month or anything, Alec. Way to be an well, ally. Then I was I'm like, just kidding. I approve well, I, I was like, can I put on there like ally? And you were like, no, because it's Pride Month and that makes it sound like you're trying too hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the TikToks where it's like, uh, like, I'm a member of the LGBT community, and, like, this is blah, 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 and they're an ally. Like, speak, blah, 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 and they're like, ally. Have you seen those? No. I'll send, send you some. <laughs> um, the next prompt I have on there is a non-negotiable. 
which I have, you have to sing in the car. You can pick whatever songs you want, but you have to give it 110%, which is a rule in my car. I really like singing karaoke, that kind of stuff. Uh, my real life superpower is beating cancer. <laughs> I really like that one. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> but like, I I don't want to say this out loud because I feel like this is going to jinx it. Say it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> I'm just saying, how funny would it be if you got cancer again? <laughs> oh, so I just got back from the Ozarks and I used spray sunscreen, which I never use because I don't think it works very well. Mm-hmm. I am sunburnt so goddamn bad, dude. Oh, and no. it's like patchy burns. Like, I don't know if you can see this. Oh, there my like, God. Fuck. But there are like two little white dots here in this sunburn that for some reason these got covered, but the rest of my arm didn't. And then oh. my tit is sunburnt. <gasps> like, no, can you see tit. that? I see and it. It's, it's just the right tit. <laughs> it's the right one. Are you just... I feel like you're too white. I guess you can't use oh, spray I'm so sunscreen. Because, like, I'm white, but I can use spray sunscreen. But people that are extra white, like, that happens with spray sunscreen. I am, like, the reflective strip on the bottom of people's <laughs> shoes. Well, okay. Like, for running, like, early in the morning or late at night. A little reflective uh, strip. On a scale of one to Irish... <laughs> Wait, I don't know if Irish goes lower than one or higher than one. You're not you're you're not you're not quite Irish. You're not there, but like oh. for a white I mean, boy, I'm German, like you're you're so whiter. Yeah. I'm pretty I'm Italian, goddamn white. So You got a flip. little bit like a little hint of that like olive, you know? I've got a little olive oil on there. Yeah. <laughs> um we're I silly today. <laughs> lost my train of thought, dude. I am so. Um, off the spray rails. sunscreen. We're not oh, going to get yes. cancer again. Yes, that's fingers crossed. Because someone, someone was uh, in my family was like, "Oh, you got to make sure you use enough sunscreen because you know you got to got to protect yourself." And I was like, I was like, "Nah, man, I already beat cancer once. I'll do it again. I'll go two for two. And my family didn't find that as funny as I did. We did. Uh, spread some ashes at the lake for my grandpa and it was really I don't know it was a good moment like it was sad of course mm-hmm. but like yeah yeah I remember we did that at the beach after my grandma passed we we did a family vacation every summer to the Outer Banks and the summer after my grandma passed we got floating lanterns mm-hmm. and we were going to do them at the beach, but then there's like some rule that you're not supposed to do that. And then we're like, well, I don't know. And so we ended up just doing it from the balcony of like our rental beach house and it got windy and we sent this lantern up that we had like written all these nice things on and everyone was like a little bit emotional. And then it blew directly into the house across the street and we thought it was going to catch on fire, but it didn't. It was fine. And then it went back up and then it was there was, there was this one year, 4th of July, uh, before there was a house built uh, in the lot next to my parents' house. Like, everyone in that area of the neighborhood would go to this empty lot by our house, and we would shoot off fireworks. Like, it was awesome. But one year, some guys were a little too drunk, and they set up, like, the mortar, you know, where it, like, launches the big ones. 
and they did not set it up very well. This thing tipped over after they lit it and it fell and like launched into the garage, this open garage of the people across the street. And like it was fine, but it could have easily not been. We love playing with fire. Oh, white people. Oh, yeah. But anyway, sorry. I uh, I've kind of hit what I need to hit for updates. Miso and I moved in. I'm on dating apps. Yeah. Tell me more about the new place. Uh, I'm still waiting on the air conditioning to get fixed. The vents in the kitchen and the living room or the kitchen and the dining room don't work very well. uh, As in they don't pump air like something's blocking them. So Mm. it's currently 82 degrees in my living room. Yeah, that's not fun. But But in in here in my bedroom is fine. It's like 72 degrees. It's great. So thankfully, it's not like the other way around. Like if I had to sleep in that, that'd be awful. But that's the one thing I'm waiting to get fixed. Everything else is good. Miso is pet of the month for July. Uh, So they were like, we need a picture of him. Just tell us like his favorite toy and his favorite thing to do. So I was like, his favorite toy is his ribbon. His favorite thing to do is eat. Here's a picture of the gremlin. And I'm guessing they're going to put that up in what, a couple days? What's today? Oh, in like a week or so. Yeah. I forgot what day it is. It is the solstice, sir. Oh, it is. Happy stars. Happy pride. Yes. Yeah, happy pride, Allison. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I got. What's going on with you? Uh, I think there are four main categories that we need to hit for me for updates. Um, number one is Chicago. I went to Chicago. So I went to see um, AJR in Chicago and I bought these tickets like over a year ago with my best friend Emmeline who gets a name also on this podcast congratulations Emmeline we stand I got there on Friday night and my plane my flight got delayed like an hour and a half leaving and then when we got to Chicago we just sat on the runway for like 45 minutes because there wasn't a gate which was annoying and before we got off the plane like I was just sitting on the plane listening to music and like getting emotional because I was just like excited that I was going to see Emmeline. So I was like tearing up on the plane and stuff and I was just like excited for the weekend. And then I like go and I found her at baggage claim and we like hugged and I was like, yay. And I was like happy, but not like cry happy because I had like already been like having my feels on the plane. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. And then she was like, okay, we're going to go this way. And so I say, okay. And I like turn around and all of a sudden my other two best friends from our like group of four of us from college come running out from behind a wall to surprise me. And it was, I think actually like a year ago from like this past weekend that we were all there with Emily in Chicago for my bachelorette party, which was really, really fun. And one of my like top core memories for my life probably. And so they had been planning for a couple months now since I was coming out to visit Emmeline that they decided that they were going to fly out too because my friend Grace still lives in Kansas um, and my friend Rebecca lives in uh, Washington, D.C. So we all kind of like met in the middle and they came running out and I was like, (gasps) like shocked Pikachu face. And then I just like put my head in my hands and started like sobbing, (laughs) which it's funny because like, I feel like I've said before on the pod, 
in the past that I'm like notorious for not ever crying in front of people ever, but also just kind of not ever. And just the past couple months with like everything, I I don't know like what exactly is like causing this shift, but I've been like really emotional, but like in happy ways, not just sad ways. So so they surprised me and that made my year. It was really sweet. Like, I don't know. So we had a really good time and they came to AJR. I was really high the whole weekend and it was great. We love Chicago drugs. Um, although I didn't get to go to the aquarium while high this time. That was definitely the highlight of last time I was in Chicago and really high. But AJR was amazing. I cried through like the last three or four songs. Did I did I show you the pictures that we took? I don't think so. <laughs> I have to show you these. <laughs> so I was crying through the last couple of songs. Um, I know Emmeline also was crying through the last couple. And then afterwards, they were like, oh, let's take pictures. And I was like, okay. So me stoned out of my mind and I'm like two or three drinks in at this point. Like I was pretty crossfaded and I had been crying for like 15 straight minutes. So they go, okay, let's take a picture. So I'm just going to show you a quick series of here's one. Here's now we're going to start with the smiles. That one looks all right. Wait, oh no, these are the wrong ones. These are the good ones. Never mind. Hold on. I was going to say, like, you look fine in that one. No, they're worse. They're worse, Alec. Um, which I'll post these on the... Okay, yeah. So this is number one of, like, let's take a picture. You look a little faded. You look a little surprised. <laughs> um, two of the three fine, of us. Like... Two of the three of us were pretty gone. If you can see, <laughs> just from this. <laughs> but anyways there's like tears in my eyes and i just look like a hot fucking mess but ajr was really good and i did try to like find a one night stand and i was not successful but to be fair we were in milwaukee which pride was happening in milwaukee so it was very gay there so that was fun I got everybody to get co-star, which Emmeline already had co-star, but I made Grace and Rebecca get co-star. And then we decided that weekend because we floated the idea of getting tattoos last year when we were all in Chicago. But it was kind of like a should we like, uh, but like nothing happened. Um, and now I just got my first one in May, my turtle. Mm-hmm. And my friend Grace got her first two the day before I got my turtle because she had to one up me. And so we both have one now. Um, but Emily and Rebecca didn't. But we were like, yeah, we're going to do it this time. And guess what? Uh, oh, who whose was it? Someone's co-star said it was Grace's co-star said on Sunday, which is the day we got matching tattoos. Get a tattoo with Emmeline. Oh, and we were like, whoa, co-star. So yeah, so I got another tattoo and it's on my ankle. We got like little like stars and dots like representing like our little friend group. And I designed them on Canva, which made me feel high and mighty because I like designed our tattoos. That was cool. So 
Yeah, Chicago was really good and made me feel very loved and happy. And I saw the Bob's Burgers movie, which I cried at a lot. Also, it was very good. I highly recommend the Bob's Burgers movie. Okay, so that was update number one. So next update, I came back and I went on a date that weekend. And I have talked about this girl, I think at least one time. We were talking on Hinge for a while um, and then graduated to texting, but we probably talked for like a good month before we went out, but it was like pretty infrequent, like every couple days type of thing. Um, but she is also from Kansas City and she actually went to the private school that my mom taught at growing up. So I was like worried that she knew my mom, but luckily my mom was like teaching the more like middle school, high school. So I don't think they ever crossed paths. Um, but I thought that was funny. And our date was good. We got pretzels and we went to an arcade bar, which was cool. Um, we haven't really talked since, which is like kind of weird because I felt like it was like a good vibe. I don't know. I reach out I, to her. I I did to let her know that I got COVID, which there's the next update. Um <laughs> Because <laughs> I got COVID a couple of days after I saw her and I said, hey, I know exactly when I got exposed and who I was exposed to. And that was after we had our date. So you should be fine. But just a heads up, I have COVID. Yeah, but I haven't really talked to her since then. But it was it was fine. It was chill. So besides then me getting COVID. OK, so COVID day was a little over a week ago. And I spent like that whole day with Texas girl slash rat girl which there's no update on the the rat's gone he's he's out living his best life it's fine now um i don't he just never showed up again it's fine but i hung out with texas girl and i we hung out earlier in that week too we we tried to go watch a beach sunset but then it was cloudy and there was no sunset but we just hung out on the beach and it was good but i kind of felt like she was like being a little bit avoidant in terms of like any like physical contact, which I thought was like kind of weird, but I was like, I don't know. And then she came with me on Sunday. I was taking her to a concert and I invited her over before that because she still hadn't met Gigi because Gigi was hiding the whole time we had like the first my birthday party that she was at. And I was like, you need to meet Gigi before you leave. And also come to where my bedroom is and so <laughs> I didn't say that but that's what happened and then got a little caught up in that part of it and we missed my friend's band that was playing <laughs> because we were so late because I was not managing the time because I was busy and we definitely had the dinosaur planet earth show going on in the background which is also hilarious to me <laughs> is that the one on apple tv yeah <laughs> i was like you need to see this because after the at the birthday party we watched like a ton of planet earth when we were both like really crossfaded and it was funny and i was like you need to watch the dinosaur one but then like within 10 minutes of that i was like maybe let's not watch the dinosaur one she was like and i was like so we missed my friend playing, but we did see the other couple bands that were still playing. We made it for that. And then 
I took her back home, but she ended up coming back out with me to my coworkers going away party, which was at a piano bar in San Diego. And it ended up like everyone else left within like a few hours. And then it was like just the two of us like vibing at the piano bar. And I like got her drunk on purpose. <laughs> and then I took her back home and I was like, she said she wanted to be home by like midnight and I got her back home and it was like 1115 and I was like, oh, I see it's not your bedtime yet. So like I can come in and she was like, mm, you can come in. And then <laughs> everything went to shit <laughs> in like in an SNL sketch type of way where like everything was going fine and cool and dandy. And then we had to like take a break because I started like not feeling great. Which, like, is interesting because I've been, like, getting really nauseous during sex lately. And I thought it was just that. And she went to the bathroom. And when she was in the bathroom, I threw up in her house, which was awkward. And then she got a migraine (laughs) when she came out of the bathroom. So then we kind of ended up just after I like was furiously cleaning up my fucking vomit. We just kind of like fell asleep and were miserable together. And I've seen her. Oh, and then the next morning is when I found out I got exposed to COVID from my coworker that was at the piano bar who also had thrown up at the piano bar. But I didn't know that because I was in the oh. bathroom and nobody told me. And turns out I ended up having the same exact symptoms that she did. So so then I got COVID and I died. And then I physically mostly recovered. And then my mental health died. I saw Texas Girl again this past Sunday and spent like all day and night and like most of the next morning with her just like helping her stay on task because she's like packing up and like finishing a bunch of stuff because she moves this weekend, which is sad because I really like her. But then I got like weird vibes again where she was doing the same thing as like the time we went to the beach where she was like kind of being like really avoidant again. But then like when I left, she kissed me and said she wanted to see me again this week before she goes and I just have a lot of conflicting feelings and so I'm not exactly sure what's going on with that but then that kind of snowballed into me feeling like everybody hates me and then my mental health got really bad and then I had a really bad panic attack again and then I almost went to the hospital but I didn't and I haven't seen my therapist in like over three weeks so now I have to explain all of this to her on Thursday Well, and so I know I kind of told you already, but I want to reiterate that I kind of wonder if the reason that Texas girl is feeling like that to you is because she's also upset that she's leaving. I I kind of suspect that's the case and that she's also just having a tough time dealing with that. But, you know, I wasn't there. I don't know. I I think you're right. And I've also been talking to my friend, Emmeline, about it. A lot, too. And she has said the exact same things. Like, you two just say the exact same things to me. And I'm like, interesting. This is probably what Kara would say if she was here, too. But where are you, Kara? You went on vacation. You left me. I'm just kidding. I'm not mad. Everyone deserves time off. I really miss her. I'm doing great. (laughs) (laughs) 
I called my one of my supervisors yesterday, like sobbing, like I'm behind on everything in work. And I kind of just feel like I would rather be dead than like get caught up on anything. And she was like, that's not good. Work is not that important. Like you tell me what you need and we will like get it figured out this week. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. And I think I feel better today. I did some work stuff. Yeah, I'm a mess. Also, I've been talking to you about this and this is another whole thing, but I like went off my meds partially accidentally and partially on purpose. And there's been benefits and also not benefits. And I kind of felt like this before I went off of them, but I've just been feeling very emotionally erratic, like all over the place all the time. Zero to 100. So that's where I'm at. Also, since I got COVID, I was supposed to go home this past weekend for my cousin's wedding and I didn't get to go. And that really sucked. And I was supposed to see maybe you or maybe your new place. And I'm sad that I didn't get to do that either. We'll we'll figure that out. Yeah. I do want to interject real quick because you talked about going to like the show and everything. I... About a week ago, was talked into going to a concert, uh, like just some local artists playing by uh, a freelancer that was working with me. And uh, it was a good time. Mm -hmm. It was really cool. Was it the Jay Rieger Distillery in Casey? Really fun. Yeah, and you met new friends, right? Yeah, there was a lot of videography people there. So I, I don't know, you know me, like I'm not the kind of person that like, if I'm invited to go out in a few hours... I cannot do that. Like, I feel like I have to like mentally allocate that energy for something. And if I don't have like at least a few days in advance, then I just really, really struggle with the idea of doing something different. But he kind of talked me into it. He was like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of videography people there. Like, it's a good way to network, you know, meet some new people. And I was like, well, I'm sold. So mm-hmm. I went and it was, you know, I met a few people, but didn't really feel like I bonded with any of them. But, you know, it's just kind of like a, hey, like I'm so-and-so. I also do video stuff, just kind of like a meet and greet kind of thing, which worked out pretty well. It was it was fun either way. And that's what's important. Yeah. And it was live music too, right? Yep. That's yep. cool. It was cool. I always like forget how good it feels to like be around live music until I am. And then I'm like, oh yeah, this makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. Since we're on music, you want to get into yours? Sure, if I can choose. I think, I think I'm, do you want me to choose something sad or not sad? I feel like you should choose whatever is the best representation of how you're feeling in this moment. And if that's sad, it's sad. If it's happy, it's happy. You know, I was going to say I I saved like five songs as like options and every single one of them actually is pretty sad. (laughs) But we are going to go with a Doty song today. Um, Happy Pride. Let me pull up the lyrics. I feel like this song by Doty is very representative of anxiety in general, but especially like with people that you're close with, whether that's, like, friends or, like, crushes or whatever. Um, Okay, I'm just going to read 
some lyrics. We'll see. Okay, this song is called Hate Myself by Dodie. Could it be different? Did I ruin the day? Do you look angry? Oh, what did I say? Filling in the gaps, build a problem that neither of us needs. Something wrong with me. Oh, so illogical. I'm not magical. I can't read your mind. But how can you not hear the whole conversation I have sitting still with the brain on fire? I know it's a me thing. Eyes closed isn't helping. When you go quiet, I hate myself. When you go quiet, I hate myself. Give me a mystery. Maybe they'll bloom for me. It's always the quiet ones. Oh, something here must be done. I'm open and ready here. Don't think they get me, dear. I'm only proving how I'm only worth losing now. I really feel the part about, like, it was in the first line, lines that you read, the, like, when you go quiet, I hate myself. Because I think that's a really common feeling of, like, thinking that you're being rejected or thinking that someone doesn't want to speak to you or have anything to do with you like that, especially when you're on like dating apps and stuff. <laughs> hmm. My favorite lyric in this song is how can you not hear the whole conversation I have sitting still with the brain on fire? Yeah, there was definitely a co-star uh, icebreaker the other day that was like, what is your like unrealistic expectation of people or something? And mine was for people to read your mind. And I was like, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just really feel that with like, I feel like my thoughts have been very loud hmm. all the time lately. Do you think that's partially like not taking the medicine though? Like, is it happening before that? It was happening before that too. Honestly, like, <sighs> The stuff with meds, like, it's been a lot more physical than mental, honestly, differences. Mm. And that's, like, part of the reason I, when I had forgotten to take them for a few days and then I didn't start taking them again, it's because I, like, on some levels, I think it is actually good for my body because they do weird things to my body. But at the same time, I don't, I don't know. I I, I, I'm trying to figure out if it's like if the pros outweigh the cons. But also I should probably do that like with the help of a psychiatrist. I just don't have one right now yeah. because I'm in between insurance. We'll see what Kara mm-hmm. says in two days. Definitely get her opinion on it. <laughs> yeah, because I've Or at least have a plan made with her. Yeah. I just I just really need to get the self harm stuff under control because that's what's fucking me up right now. But, you know, mm-hmm. and that's the Dodie song. I really like it. Oldie and a goodie. Nice. I want to hear your music, Alec. Yeah. So I want to preface this with a little bit of a well, a piece of a conversation that I had with that freelancer I was working with. He and I were on shoot a few days ago that was very long, a lot of driving. So he and I were in the car together talking a lot, which was really good. I feel like we had very good conversations and. I kind of got into some of my stuff about, you know, my ex and everything with him. And I told him at one point that like part of me was still expecting that at some point she would reach back out and say something, whether that's, hey, how are you doing? Or I made a mistake. Let's talk. Either way, I kind of just don't want that. He was like, well, did you block her number? And I was like, no, like I debated that and I just don't know. And he's like, well, if you don't, if you have nothing to say to her, like if you're just worried she's going to reach out to you, like just do it. And I was like, okay. So I did. And honestly, I feel like that took like a huge weight off my shoulders. I was kind of like, 
yeah, like I don't have to worry about this anymore because it's like I'm not going I know I'm not going to get anything from her at that point. So I feel a lot lighter, which is good. So my song is called Long Hair by Moon Tower. <gasps> you know it? Yeah, I really like this song. Yeah, I'm going to go with this part that's towards the end. It says it's the chorus starts with the chorus says, I don't want to be still. I just want to move in slow motion. I burn out until it breaks me. Always sleep with one eye open. So would it kill you to be honest with yourself? I'm not sticking around to find out. Well, I'm just skipped to the end. I never cared about the details. So I'm going to let my hair grow long and I'm going to let you go to voicemail. This is a really interesting full circle moment for me. Just hearing you read those lyrics because you showed me this song the week of the breakups. It was one of the very first songs that was on our playlist. Yep. And it's been almost six months exactly. Like we're coming up on six months, which seems crazy, but also short, but also Mm -hmm. long. And yeah, dude, I really feel that for you. Yeah. I forgot one update. The ex and I signed our divorce papers. That was that was a big one, actually. So, yeah. yay. We did not say a single word to each other. I was kind of wondering how that went down. I was waiting to see if he was going to, like, say anything, and he didn't, and I did not initiate. Also, I had COVID, and I didn't mm. cancel the appointment because I was like, fuck that, because it did get canceled the day that it was supposed to happen because the paralegal was sick. Fuck that, dude. And then it got rescheduled. And then I found out I had COVID and I was sick. And I was like, I'm wearing my N95 and I won't touch anybody, but I am not canceling. This needs to be done. Yeah. What uh, was your ex's kind of vibe when you were there? You don't have to talk about it. He just seemed kind of uncomfortable and apathetic in general. And Mm. honestly, I went from, funnily enough, the paralegal's office is like, around the corner from Texas girl's house. And I had to give back some clothes that I borrowed when I threw up and had to borrow clothes so that I could go home. And I was like, hey, I'll, I'll be like in this area, like doing an errand. So I'll just give you your stuff back after. So I went immediately from that. Casually getting divorced. <laughs> which I still, we haven't talked about that yet. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Again, like that's not really the vibe of our relationship at this point but like it just it was an interesting type of i like even in my i was so sick i was so sick i had a bad fever i felt like i was dying and i still got myself dressed up i looked cute as fuck i showed off my turtle tat so that he could see that i got my fucking tattoo without him and that i'm living my best gay life yeah And I felt like real high and mighty and I felt fine. And I I was so worried that I was going to like it was going to affect me and I was going to get really sad about it. And the whole time, all I thought was, fuck you. And then I went to go drop off clothes back at Texas Girls, like just like a drop and go because I had COVID and I was dying. But I was like, I just remember driving away from her place thinking, wow, we've slept with at least the same number of women since we broke up. If not me more. 
That go made me off. feel good. And I just listened to a bunch of fuck you songs in the car on the way there and on the way back. And I was like, fuck that. Yeah. This week I've been more sad about it, not because I saw him and because we signed papers, but just because I've been sad in general and feel like I'm a disappointment to everyone. And that just kind of is like, you know, an easy kindling to put on the fire of like, ha ha ha, when you're when you get left by your husband. Well, but yeah, but just remember that that's just a chemical imbalance. It is. You know, it is. And I I know this on a logical level, but like in general, I I know you can't like turn that feeling off i, I get yeah that. but it was the first time i saw him in like four months and honestly i didn't know how it was gonna be and i was surprised at like coming away from that i felt better about myself and that's a that's a really good thing to feel i i haven't like set an official mantra for june but in my head it's been something about like not joyful june but basically like i am trying really hard to stay in moments of joy when I feel them because this month especially like between Chicago and like going on dates and also just like hanging out with Emily and Connor and like talking to you and stuff like when I feel authentically myself and when I feel happy it's like real joy that I don't feel like I've felt in the same way in a really Hmm. really long time if ever And so even though, like, the bad moments are, like, really bad, like, when things are good, they feel really good. And I'm just trying to hold on to those breadcrumbs. I mashed with this girl on Hinge who has bread in every single picture (laughs) on her profile. And I was like, she's the one. (laughs) Oh, no. You know, this is where we're at. We're silly. Yeah, I don't know. Thank you for being on this. I feel like this month especially, I've just been all over the place, and I appreciate your same patience. And Oh, no, no, no. I appreciate yours because the reason we haven't recorded in so long is because of me, because of all the yeah. shit that I've been busy with. So Alex's fault. Thank you. Also because it he is. like does everything, and all I do is show up and make silly jokes and also post stupid <laughs> shit on the Instagram. That's what I contribute to this project. But that's okay. That's better than I would do it, so. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just very grateful for you. And I'm very grateful for the moments where I do feel just joyful. Because that's what what makes it worth still going, you know? Yeah. I'm going to tell Kara about that. Do it. Tell her that I'm also grateful for you. Tell her I'm grateful for her, too. Okay, well, she'll be happy about that. Yeah. Uh, It was good to talk to you, though. You too. Sorry for this absolute chaotic masterpiece of an episode, but, you know. Oh, these are the better ones. I I enjoy these much more anyway than, like, I'm sad this week. Here's, (laughs) I, I, I'm going to stop using Hinge (laughs) because I'm sad, boy. My grandpa died. God damn. (laughs) Bro. That was kind of (laughs) fucked. So I'll see you next week. (laughs) Yeah, dude. (laughs) Take care. Okay. I love you. I'll talk to you later. Love you too. Bye. Bye.
Thank you.